Hello, my name is Vern Baker. I'm the CEO of Jaguar Mining. We're a, a Brazilian gold mining company based on the Toronto Stock Exchange. We have two great mines in the state of Minas Gerais in Brazil. And we've developed a, we think, very sustainable platform on those two mines that is going to allow us to grow and, and become an extremely strong gold mining company over the next several years. Uh, today, I'm going to be joined by John Hill. John is our Vice President of Exploration, has been with, with the company since 2017, putting, a, putting an effort into the, into the ground and understanding and the geology and the structures that we deal with here in, uh, in Minas Gerais and our, our properties. Uh, we believe we have a great, strong exploration team to, uh, to work off the back of our, our production assets and to bring some outstanding exploration opportunity. Vern, lovely to see you. Lovely to see you again. It's been a year and lovely to meet you, John. Um, like just to kind of set this up for people, when we spoke a year ago, you just walked into a situation, and I'm not talking COVID here, I'm talking about a company which had seen sort of a terminal decline in certainly perception in the marketplace after such a, a great start, and you came in to fix a series of problems. So, and then you layer COVID on top of that, you, you couldn't have timed it worse, could you? Uh, you know, I don't believe I could have timed it better, actually. We came in with a, a company in uh, 2019 that was uh, that was struggling, without a doubt, but the shareholders stepped up, supported our organization. We did, uh, we basically refinanced our, our company, got out of debt, and uh, pretty much have been off to the races since then. The, the pandemic did create some issues for us. Uh, specifically, that really started at the, at the end of 2020, when it really started impacting Brazil hard. It also started impacting us. It was a very distinct uh, differential for us in the first, in the first portion of, uh, of 2021. But a great time because we were able to work through these issues, build our build issues strong company. We think we're building a, a very strong team, both on our operational side and on our exploration side. And so we're real pleased with where we're at now. I'm a long ways in the last two years, but we think we're extremely well positioned to move ahead. But if I, if I look at it, I looked at your Q3 numbers, right? And you're, it's steady state, I think is, is fair to say, right? Can you just again tell us what you what you did walk into? What were the problems you had to fix quickly, um, and then what were the what were the problems? So what were the opportunities as you were positioning it um, in terms of bringing these two assets back up to the potential that they they initially started with? Well, you know, our two assets were producing uh, around just over seventy thousand ounces a year in total, and it was just at a level certainly with the prices of of twenty nineteen where um, well, we were basically uh, cash negative as an organization, and we couldn't fund exploration and growth. And so uh, the company had put together their plan. We came in and began executing it to do additional uh, development to get our minds in a position where they could perform at, at higher ounce, ounce levels. And also to, uh, with that, to start paying for our exploration, which is, you know, the growth in, in a mining, any mining organization, and certainly in gold, is 
got to start with the resources. And those resources are based on our exploration abilities. We've been very pleased because um, because those efforts are really going to begin paying off now. Um, understanding that the company went for, for many years with almost no effort in exploration simply because they didn't have the money to do it. So once we, got, once we kind of got the uh, development rates up to the level they needed to be, uh, we started pushing the, the ounces at a better pace. And, of course, the price of gold gave us, gave us a nice little kick during the pandemic. It, 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 did, it did, and it did that for a lot of people. And, um, and then I think there's this like, disinterest in the, in the precious metal market in 2021, which kind of taken the, taken the shine off of that. But, you, but again, I'm looking at your cash position. It's, it was, it's $38 million today versus $34 a, a year ago. So it, this is what I mean about this kind of steady state. What, what are you trying to, to do? Because steady state is no good to anyone. It's no good to you. It's no good to your shareholders. You've got to, you don't want to keep plowing your money back in the ground, right? So, you know, you don't want to do that. I'm sure you don't want to do that. So how much money have you spent in terms of the growth component of, of, of the story? Or, is that, or have you had to focus, um, you know, in on, on, on Pilar and Termolina? Is that, is, that, is that where the effort for 2021 needed to be? You know, this year, you know, we have a very strong balance sheet and both our minds are solidly cash positive. Now, we think both minds can do better uh, as well. So that is uh, our operating team is continually focused on how do we improve it? We were hit pretty hard uh, both by the pandemic, which which caused quite a few issues, uh, especially around absenteeism, but as much as anything, just around distraction of your management team, right? They get distracted just like everybody else. And um, so it created its issues, but we remain, again, both minds for all year remained cash positive, providing the cash um, to do a lot more exploration this year and a lot more growth projects than we did a year ago. So we're, we spent quite a bit more this year on um the growth aspects of our company. And we expect to spend even more next year because, you know, it takes, it takes a little bit, but our exploration efforts are beginning to pay off and they pay off in the form of projects that we can, that we can plow money into that will provide additional production in the future. So we're, we're really quite pleased. With right. And, 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 what, and what, what is that that we're looking at there? When you talk about 30, 38 million bucks cash in hand, is that, free cash for you to use how you want or is that just you know turnover of, of, of revenue because I'm trying to understand how much cash is available to not not just develop the, the the two current projects and hopefully you know extend resource or reserve numbers there but give John enough money to go and do what he needs to do to add to the growth story through the drill bit okay so we've fully funded as you see our cash position hasn't changed significantly we fully funded our exploration and growth efforts this year we will we expect to do it again next year but how much have you spent Even this though, year how much have you spent um i think directly on exploration and growth this year is going to be around 15 or 16 million dollars yeah, so last year, last year was only three. Yeah, last year was like three or four million. Well, this is what I'm getting at because you know John, John walked into a bit, bit of a you know you won't say it, but I will a, a bit of a mess, right? You know, negative cash flow, etc. Uh, three million last year, fifteen million this year. That's meaningful change, five times uh, the, the amount of money for you. What, what does that do for you, John? Well, basically, it allowed us to to leave both mines with with um, good resource reserve inventories, three to four years, so we don't have to just 
spend whatever money we have um, extending the, the, the resource reserve bases on, on each of those operations. We now go and look at the rest of our portfolio of um, you know, 60,000 60, hectares in, in prime real estate in, 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 in the iron quiet in Brazil. So we've, we've focused on, now even in the years that were lean, we, we, we had a good team. We did all the boot work, the mapping, the, the low cost exploration. And uh, we turned the, drill, the drills on last year and we've had seven drill rigs running you know, since then. And uh, the, the numbers, as, as has been messaged, we've made a couple of discoveries. We've, we've starting to, to add some, uh, some new, you know, we've, we've built a portfolio of, of, of targets and we're working through them. And the other thing that, that Bay didn't mention is that the, the infrastructure that Jaguar has, you know, we've got, you know, more than 50% excess milk capacity. So anything we find, how big, no matter how big it is, can, can immediately, you know, as fast as the permitting and everything else allows us, to, to you know fill them up and uh, we don't have to we'll find the big deposit but you know the smaller ones will that we find along the way can be immediately sort of utilized so so what's the brief though to you John it, it, because you've got a lot more money you've made a couple of discoveries which is always good but a lot of companies don't even do that um but you've got to go given the history of the company you know you've been there for some of it John's been around for less of it is um you know people's expectations were kind of set quite high and that kind of came way off do you think you've got to drill for headlines or do you systematically go about doing this the way you should as a geologist Given, because in the background you're thinking, uh, we've got four years of reserves on, on on the two projects. We're kind of okay. The grade's coming off a bit, but we're okay for a bit. I, I can do this the right way for a while, and then I might need to go hunting for headlines. No, it's 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 a great opportunity, Jade, where you don't have to hunt for headlines because we've we've got the infrastructure to fill up. We we basically, um, you know, run it like a portfolio. You basically you, you've got the benefit of knowing the economics of the operations, the, the metallurgy. So you can rank your projects relative to each other. You can, um, you can, you can, you can. You've got a whole sort of three, three, three mills that are you know, separated by by your consolidated tenement package. Um, and then we've got the the joint venture we've done with Iron Gold as well to sort of fill in the bottom of the triangle, the more generative greenfields. You know that could that could that could bring you a, you know, a tier one deposit. Um, you know down the line, but it's all it's all about you know being sustainable and building, you know, but and first of all, you have to build your resource base. Um, and that's what we're doing. We basically um, focus on, on generating new resources and then and then in subsequent years convert them um, in a in a prioritized way um, based on quality. So it's 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 really um, we've got that balance now. Right. We've got, you know, but how, how, do you, how do you describe the oil break that you're going after? Because you talk about uh, Greenstone, it, it has, you know, people think think of it as sort of, you know, bulk, low grade, well, t t t t T3 gram territory. And then you, you've put out some headlines, 11.25 over 3.8 meters as well, this high veining grading going on. Are, are you seeing lots of that with your drilling? I mean, or are you still trying to build the picture? No, basically the, the thesis is pretty, pretty straightforward because the types of deposits we have in the quad here, very a very plunge persistent high grade, and then you know what what we're seeing in addition to that is any occurrence even it's got a small footprint at surface, it's got lots of lots of potential to go down high grade at depth. But we're seeing oxide oxide mushrooms on top of some of these things, which um, and it, which is basically underpinning our, our initial discoveries that from early in the year, Corregio Brown Diamond Zone of Bazaar. We're we're busy drilling out sort of 
reasonable, higher, you know, fairly high grade um, oxide, you know, sufficient deposits um, with, 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 with intense you know, 50 or less meter grid drilling. And then we're going to be, they'll be in the inventory by the end of the year in our next disclosure of, of um, 43101. And then, and then what we find from that is we'll find the roots underneath those oxides to chase down to depth. Um, and and, and that, that allows us to really be, you know, really be sort of responsible with our drill money, not just drill, drill sort of ad hoc and, you know, just because I've got $10 million, I have to appreciate that it's been hard won and we have to spend it wisely and, and we're doing that. So, but we, you know, across the board, we've spent, we've done our homework, we've done our mapping, we understand the sort of the controls at the mine scale, but then... We've also stepped up regionally, um, and uh, that's also paying dividends. Right. It's really it's a great opportunity to, to sort of mesh the two. Well, well, tell, well, tell, well tell, tell me a bit about, tell me, maybe, Varun, this is one for you in terms of, you, you've got these oxides, which are, you, you know, obviously um, very encouraging, and you may be able to add some of that to the, to the, the resource, but is there a kind of, is there a brief around the management table, the, the board table, which says, look, we need some, we need some quick, wins here. We've got to appease the market somewhat. We need to, we've shown steady state. We've got back to steady state in terms of the production. It's given us the cash to actually do some proper exploration for the first time in a long time, but we still need some quick wins. Are these oxides the, the, the well, way to deliver that? Let me, let me tell you what the way we see it. You know, we're, we want to build a strong, sustainable organization. And that means you go about it in a good workmanlike manner. We are in a position, though, with what we do. We have a lot of infrastructural capacity. We have a lot of really good gold ground. We have to build our resource base. Now, if we do that correctly, we are going to add small and medium and other deposits. We're not going to chase the headlines where we, you know, if, if we get a major, some ma a major intercepts, on a major deposit, it will become a headline. But that will come from the hard work that John and his team are doing right now. That won't come because we're out there trying to make headlines. It'll come because we're trying to make good, solid resources that will build good productive capacity that will fill our mills, that will give us a good, long-term, consistent production platform and allow us to find what we see as just the great potential. Those headlines may come, but they're going to come from good workmanlike um, processes that John and his team are doing every day. Okay, you believe in fundamentals and doing things the right way. Get it. What about the 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 infrastructure that you've got there? Is tolling a solution to increase you know revenues for the short term? Again, you may want to feed that straight, put it on the bottom line, or feed it through to a bigger exploration program for twenty twenty two. You know what? We don't see anybody in within the region that really would have is currently looking for tolling. So if there was someone out there who had, a, had a good deposit and said, look, we want to, we want to produce this, develop this deposit and, and run it through your mill. We're certainly willing to work with that. Um, generally um, it's not the way for good, consistent growth to rely on someone else to feed your mills. So again, with that, that, that long-term consistent, we want to build every quarter we need to make money. That money needs to feed our exploration and growth 
programs, which is going to grow that production profile and, and, and certainly provide a lot of, we think in the future, provide a lot of cash for, for our shareholders, for all of the stakeholders in our organization. And, and we really think we can build a lot of prosperity with this organization. Right. And it's, have a, on our- and it's only been a year. You got it back to steady state. Because the issues you were fighting was lower grade, like more expensive answers, and COVID over the last year. But you've 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 done this kind of steady state in terms of the um, quarterly uh, production, which is great. But and and it will throw off cash. But if you're throwing that straight back in, in the ground, you know it's going to be a while before your shareholders see the benefit of that, whether it be in the in the shape of increased dividends. I know you do provide a dividend, so we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so, what what is the kind of um, forward guidance that you could give in terms of how you deliver this 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 um, growth? This scale of, of company and indeed whatever it is that you think that you, what, where you, whatever you think you're going to be, how, can you give us a sense of that growth profile? You know, what was that curve look like? Mm-hmm. Where's it come you from? You know, uh, again, the expiration and, and development doesn't, doesn't happen overnight. So we don't foresee a lot of growth in the near term, but we have a tremendous potential, we think. Uh, if we, if you look at a five-year pro- profile or a ten-year profile, because we we have the capacity within our mills to basically triple our current tonnage handling, right? So we could we could triple the amount of tons that we handle. So depending on what grades we can we can build our resources and our reserves and our production profiles on, we have a lot of upside simply within the current infrastructure that's built. Now, there's always some cost in that, you know, as you go to potentially uh, different different types of ore, you might have to add some, a bit to your processing plants and, and bringing, we have one that's on care and maintenance, bringing it back on will cost a little bit of money, but nothing relative to the cost of, of building new plants. And we're very well situated in that we have you know, we have kind of three main areas that we both explore and produce from. Uh, one is simply simply expiration, um, and the other two are production and expiration. But all three areas have, have a plant available in them. So, as we said, we can capitalize on almost any size opportunity that we find. Um, and, you know, the, there are, as everywhere... There's permitting issues, and there's, we believe, Brazil and Minas Gerais is just a fantastic place to work. And it is mining country, without a doubt. We have a, you had this great opportunity for organic growth. I don't know that very few other organizations could, could see that long-term organic growth potential. So, but like, I am. I have been so delighted to be living in Brazil, to be working with uh, the teams that we have. We've been strengthening those teams. John's team has more than doubled um, over the last year or so, and uh, and to have the money to go after these properties in the manner that they deserve, with good solid geology 
and the dollars to follow that up with good solid. Talking of dividends, there have been a few questions sent in about you know the change in, in, in dividends and no sense of you know what's coming next because you've reduced the dividend recently. And there'll be people going, well, we don't need dividends. Just get the company back up on its feet, and um, you know, you know, pay them when you're ready. And there'll be others saying you need to pay more. Lots of conversation around it. So, what is the policy on dividends? Well, you know, right now the board does not have a specific policy that we will pay or we won't pay. What we saw is with the significant jump in the price of gold that we were generating a lot of cash. We really don't need more than thirty plus million dollars in the bank, right? That, that it's pretty much free and clear. We don't have any debt. We're not trying to cover any, any significant debt. Um, our cash flow operating costs run, run as I said, we, we cash flow positive and we're, we're putting that back into growing our resources. So what we've done is we've, we've what, with what we saw as excess today, we've, we've paid um, dividends. You know, if we have projects that can provide more value to our shareholder than the than the dividend does. We will want to put that cash into those projects. So, um, the the again, still, I would say that our general policy is every quarter we look at it, see where we're at both now and long term on cash flows and what we what uses we have for that cash flow. And if the best use of it is dividends, they'll go to dividends. If the best use of it is projects, it will probably go to projects. Right. So there's no consistent dividend promise from the company or policy from the company. It's a case of we'll see how much cash is there. If we've got excess cash, we'll purchase you because we. So did you say you've got no debt or it's very low debt? You know, it's a couple million we have in revolving loans within Brazil itself. Okay. So we'll put that down to practically no no debt. Um, yeah. Okay, so but that's kind of confusing, I guess, for some people who might want to buy into a dividend company. You you can't promise them that. You're saying we'll play it by ear, effectively, right? You know, we're 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 still, you know, we are a gold exploration and development company with a lot of growth in front of us, right? That's where the big value from our organization will come. Now we did not need sixty million dollars in the bank, right? And if we had not paid dividends for the last bit, we would probably be approaching that amount. And it's just not necessary. Um, the money in that case is, is better off in the hands of our, so, so of our you, shareholders. Yeah, but when you say in the PowerPoint, you say potential for M&A in the region, and we've interviewed a few companies you know, who are varying degrees of struggling, uh, whether it be for, for, for cash or to actually extract the value from the asset. You know, Is M&A a realistic uh, conversation for you to have now, or is the truth is you're focused on your two projects and exploration for now, and at some point you'll come back to M and A. You know, we we're, we look at it on a regular basis. Um, what we've seen is that to really add value for our shareholder, you know, there needs to be some either one or the other company has to bring some something to the table that adds. And, you know, so far what we've seen is that, you know, most of the opportunities, you know, we're, we're, we're a small organization. We're not going to take over something real big. You know, most of those opportunities for M&A don't look like they provide more value to the shareholders and stakeholders of our organization than 
driving forward and utilizing what we have. Okay. You mean putting John to work. You mean that guy to your right. That's right. <laughs> okay. No, we I want, uh, we want that guy working. <laughs> we want that guy working. Well, it, it, it's it's interesting actually. So the balance sheet is fairly clean at, at the moment. Um, I mean, just just to finish, one final thing on the dividends is, do you think that the company instigated the dividend thing just because of where everything was going with with the production? I, I get the, the price the price of gold's come up and again, I saved everyone's bacon a little bit here, but it, was it a kind of, uh, please forgive us, have a dividend and we, we'll, we'll get our house in order, but at some point we may revert back to exploration developers you know, um, type style of, of of dividend policy, which is no dividend until we're throwing off more meaningful levels of of uh, cash. Why, why why do you think the dividend was started? I mean, because you can well, always use cash on the balance sheet. Why 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 say what you said about? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you literally. You know, having too much cash on the balance sheet is is not a benefit for a company. Right. I, I don't believe I think that ha having adequate. Right. We, we have more than enough. We do not have to worry about. You know, if, if we have a problem, we can handle it. So if we have a problem in our production areas, if there's a, a predominant or supply chain, we can deal with that because we have more, more than adequate resources of cash to do it and to recoup any any kind of problems that we would see. Um. Beyond that, the the you know money sitting in a bank doesn't really do very much. It does very little. But what pace? So it, what pace? Yeah, more than enough for the buffer. Right, but what, what what pace can John work at if you if you get, instead of fifteen million you gave him twenty million, twenty five million? He's saying there's, a, there's only so much well, you, you guys know, can do. What you can do is is not simply driven by dollars. It's driven by your team of people. And, you know, one of the reasons we probably would have spent more last year if we could have, but we started the year with a very small team, right? And we had to build up a team of people before we could really be effective at utilizing that those that money resource in the form of drilling, in the form of additional geology. Because um, drilling doesn't mean anything if you don't not able to stop and think about it, stop and put some good geologic work into what the drilling's telling you. Just drilling isn't the key. It's illogic information. That's the key there. And, uh, and, you know, that's much more limited by the capacity of your team. And, you know, I've been part of larger organizations that spent incredible amounts of money on exploration and basically never found anything beyond extensions of current ore bodies. Really key is keeping those expenditure levels at levels that the team and the organization can manage. Amount we're spending right now is good for the size of our organization, for the size of the properties that we have, and for the opportunities we have to fill. Throwing more money at it would not, I do not believe, would add any any additional. Okay, tell me about what's going on with I am Gold. I mean, what, what's the agreement say you've got to do together? Well, that we're going to hand that one off to John. Yeah, basically, it's it's we're a year into it. Um, it was a four year deal where Jaguar, well, as operators, would spend six million dollars to earn sixty percent of the properties. Um, annual annual sort of um, hurdles really, really quite quite reasonable. You know, five thousand meters of drilling total. We've already started some drilling, so. 
in a four-year period, you know, that's easy. And also uh, 500,000 minimum spend per year. We, we've spent in excess of that in our first year. So first year was boots on the ground, generative type exploration. We've um, re, re, basically re, reframed the map completely. Um, that we've identified extensions to you know, prospective greenstone terrains that are, that are known elsewhere in the quad um, into, into the, that block of ground. Um, over 50 kilometers of, of untested, you know, by drilling strike with with all of the with all of the current indications of you know geochemistry, geophysics, and and surface exposures, rock chips, all supporting the the, the potential of that of those to be to be of interest. We've we've got two holes already drilled. Um, results are still awaited, obviously, but um, it's it's definitely progressed to the point where we have a whole a whole. Um, 50 or 60 specific targets lined up in a row um, in, in order of priority to, to test with reconnaissance drilling. Um, so, and on the side of it is, a, is like Bake said, we have a 2,000 ton per day mill that's in care and maintenance. So um, anything that we can find and it will, could be brought to account, you know, in a, in a permitting allowing in a reasonable amount of time. Um, so this year we're, we're, we've got another area down to the south um, you know, the joint ventures separate into two areas, a northern area, which is next to our mill, and an area further to the south, which is, which is really um, more, more, more a generative stage of exploration. We're moving down, we've got a team moving down there. Uh, enormous amounts of evidence of historical productivity production down there, enormous old workings that have never really been tested by the previous operators of, of, the, of, the, of the areas I'm involved in, in Kinross. They, they did a year's worth of geophysics, airborne surveys and, and generative type work, but none, no, no real follow-up of those areas. So we're expanding down there, but, um, and, and the iron gold area itself, we've got a fully engaged team. We've got our own drill rig, uh, diamond drill rig, um, and we're working through, through our projects this year. So, so you've, got, you've got one rig? Next year. Is it, you've got one rig? So far, one, one rig. We bought our own rig so we, we could be um, very focused and, and not driven by a contractor wanting to, to drill meters. This is a this is to test targets, um, look at the geology, um, understand the structure, do our homework, and then the, then the contractors can come in and drill out on a more sort of um, rigorous basis. You know the, the targets that we generate. Um, other areas, you know, where we have contractors is because we have targets that that we can move through the through the um, evaluation you know, into into resources um, as soon as we can. So, so how many drills are? are, are sorry, I just want to sort took the language of, of retail and high net worth where they, they're looking for drill. You know, you're talking geochem and rock sampling and all of those wonderful things that must, must happen, but people don't give you credit for it. Not just you, companies don't get credit for it. Um, how many drills have you got? Your own plus contractors, how much? We have, yeah, we have seven rigs going at the moment um, across the organization. And uh, really the, the reason they're turning um, is mainly to to you know, we're, it's our second year. We're going to be you know publishing our next update on resources and reserves technical report in March next year. So really, a lot a lot of that is to inform the, the two projects that we that new that are new, and the others are to you know bring in the additional up you know replace depletion and grow in more close to our minds. Right. And have you have you got a number in mind? Are you guys thinking we need to upgrade this by? 10%, 20%, 30%, or is it just you'll do what is right? Yeah, we, we, we work to various metrics based on historical 
historical sort of um, numbers. In the, in the mines, we replace resources at $10 an ounce or less. Obviously, in the Greenfields arena, we, we can't really expect that, but it won't be, so, you know, we're sort of aiming to get it in less than $20 an ounce for new inferred resources on new projects. And obviously, as resources grow on an annualised basis, you can reduce that sort of overall cost per ounce. Um, and then the conversion obviously comes after on top of that to get them into reserves, you know, in the next phases of, of exploration and, and development. So, Anything to add, Vern? Well, John, as I mentioned, I think John's had a great approach, very strong team, and and we're gonna we're gonna see some some good additions to our resource base, and that's the foundation of any gold company. You have to have the resources. From that, we'll develop the reserve and we'll produce. There you go. So you think this this ship has been steadied? You're happy with the performance of the last year? And you just, you, you want us um, to, well, are you? So let's, let's maybe answer that. Has the ship been steady? Yes. Um, our performance in the last year is not as good as we would like to have seen. Impacted significantly, definitely, by the pandemic. Um, we had areas that reacted better and areas that reacted less well to the issues driven by the pandemic. Um, so, you know, really we're coming back, we're going to, our goal is, is still to be sustainable on the production, to grow the resources, grow the company off of off that growing resource base, and kind of continually produce more, better ounces, and and good margins and more cash. 